Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for listening. It's been awesome hearing testimonies from you guys from all over the world, Canada, United States, South America, all over in Europe. We love hearing from you guys. So please continue sending us your testimonies. Um, it's really the only way we know, um, you know what's going on. Uh, I know that this, this podcast is really it shocked us in a way how f- the, the reach has been so far. And it's only because of you guys, because we haven't done any advertising. It's all been word of mouth and you guys sharing it on your stories. So we really appreciate um, you guys sending it out. We're kind of building a little army here. We are, our, our short-term goal right now is to have 500 daily listeners. And so if you're one of these um, almost 200 daily listeners that we have right now, we just want to say thank you for joining us. You're part of an elite group of people who are after the things of God in a, in a very real way. And we just want to say thank you. We want to say we're proud of you. And, um, and we just want to say, you know, continue, um, continue going after the things of God and continue um, doing your devotions and jumping on here every day. So today we wanted to talk about something that a lot of people, um, they, they tend to struggle in this area. And we just wanted to address it and give you some practical ways to um, find your purpose, find and prepare for what God's called you to do. So, um, you know, if you don't, if that doesn't ring a bell for you, and I say, what has God called you to do? And you think, I have no idea what you even mean by that. What's God called me to do? What do you mean? Do you mean, what do I want to be when I grow up? Well, you know, everybody, that's kind of how it's, it's kind of said to kids, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I actually had a problem with that question when I was little because I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up because I always kind of, growing up in, a, in the church, I always felt like, well, that's not really up to me. That's really, that's whatever God wants me to be. And so even from a very young age, I was like, well... I don't want to just like pick something, you know, but I remember being 12 years old and I wanted to, I wanted to be, um, well, the time it just made sense to me to become the youth pastor wasn't even a, you know, a youth yet, but that was the desire that God had put in my heart. And I had a really strong conviction, um, about, you know, purity and a really strong, um, you know, just passion for, you know, making sure my friends knew the truth about God and, and not, um, lies that were kind of, you know, told to them, even some of my teachers, like in a Christian school, bad doctrine, I had like a passion about, you know, making sure my friends didn't have the wrong information. Like all gods are not the same God. And, you know, there's a lot of other, a lot of other things. And I stood up against some things, even in in the classroom um, that some of my teachers were saying were wrong. So I kind of found out from a very young age that that was something I was very passionate about was that I wanted to stand up for truth and that I wanted to solve the problem of people getting told some wrong information. And so, um, you know, concerning the things of God. And so if you don't know what you're called to do, a simple way to find out is what is it that you feel passionate about? What is it that you see that there's a problem and you see that there, there you see that this would be the solution and I can bring that solution you know, um, a, a girl that we know that lives in Houston, she started a ministry. Her her um, city is is a huge hub for sex trafficking. And so she got a group of ladies together and they just started going out on the streets on the weekends to the 
very bad parts of town, and they just started one by one reaching out to these ladies that are in the sex trafficking industry, and she's had major success. It's only been maybe a, a year or two years. She's had major success um, stories, you know, coming out. So she saw a problem, and she saw, you know what, I'm just going to go be the solution to this, but also get clear on the voice of God, and that's very important. You know, you can't just run with every, you know, every single movement that comes across like, oh, man, this sounds great. I want to be a part of this. Well, there's something that God wants you to be a part of. There's something that burns inside of you. I was talking to a friend of mine today, and she said she was, um, even when she was a teenager, she noticed, man, there's just no good um, magazines out, out there for, you know, young women who are Christians. She would even buy magazines um, that looked cool and then fold over all the pages of all the junk inside and, and just read around them because she really, you know, she liked magazines. And she's like, man, God put it in her heart when she was a teenager to make a Christian wo- um, woman's magazine. And she's actually getting started on it now. So it's really cool to see, um, you know, how God will actually put something in your heart. So there, there could be something, even as I'm talking, you're realizing that is that is the thing that God's put in your heart. But I want to read you a scripture because this is a very important part. And my husband's here. He's going to share a little bit as well. But there's a very important step that you need to take um, when it comes to uh, you know, getting this this plan and this vision for your life ready, and, and it's in the in the book of Habakkuk, Habakkuk, uh, two verse two, and it says, "I'm gonna pull it up." It says, "Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets. Then he may run who reads it.'" Well, you know, it's funny because we we hear this scripture a lot, but sometimes the person who will run when they read it is it's you because you've got to start something, you've got to you've got to write it down though, and and then when you when you you know for me it's been many times when I've been in a church service and God would lay something on my heart and I would immediately take out my phone open up a note and write something down. And I've gone back into my phone and realized some of those things that God put in my heart, even, you know, 2011, 12, 13, that some of those things that God put in my heart are things that I'm actually doing today. And it was something that came spoken clearly to me by the voice of God. And I'm so glad I wrote them down because now I can go back and see, man, some of these things that, that was really, that was really things that God was impressing on my heart to do. So, and before I get into the next part, yeah, the, the, the thing along along those lines, uh, it's, you know, God wants you to know what he, his plan is for your life. God's not playing games. He's not, like, trying to hide it from you. First of all, um, I've always uh, been a believer that if, until we do the Word of God in our life, why would God show us any direction for our lives until we do what's in the Word? So basic obedience basic obedience to the call of God or to, to what God has called you to do in living a life for Him, obeying the Word of God. If you're like, Lord, I need you to show me who my wife is, and and yet you can't do the simple stuff. Like, the Bible is the voice of God to you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the specifics for, hey, you're going to go into the ministry, you're going to travel and preach in this country. But when you tune your ear to the Bible, you tune your ear to the voice of the Spirit of God. So understand that God's not playing games. He's not trying to keep you in limbo. He wants obedience. Know, too, that he may, he's not going to also show you everything all at once. I mean, I, I received a call to the ministry when I was seven years old, almost eight years old. So I had that, and, and the, the prophecy said, you'll go to the nations of the world, you'll preach the gospel, you'll become a household name, you'll defeat the spirit that tormented your family. You'll go to the nations, you'll even go to the United States of America. The reason that was important is my family 
didn't really, uh, we were believing the Lord to come, but need to con- confirmation on the timing. So that was important. But from there, there was nothing. And then at 15, a word of the Lord came that said, study to show yourself approved. So I went to Bible school and then it was nothing. And I've just been in that place for 15 plus years of study to show yourself approved. And so it's like, it, you may not get a picture of like, oh, okay, when you turn 21, you'll be living in Lithuania, preaching the gospel at 24, you'll start a church in Russia. It may not be like that clear all at once. But as you obey what God has called you to do, the leading, he'll open the doors. So my step number one to answering the call practically is be patient. The Bible says the, the, those who, uh, through faith and patience, inherit the promises, God needs patience. I'm even learning in this time of being in full-time ministry that it takes patience. We expect it to be like, man, three months in the ministry and like all these things, these things are happening. And, and there's times where it feels like things are moving slower than they we expect them to, but ultimately, you'll be more effective hearing the voice of God and being slow on the inside, and then the Lord opening the door with a patient heart, with a heart that's willing to serve and do what it's called, to, what God's put in front of it, than someone who's just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to run off by myself. The tendency for mankind is to get their marching orders and just sprint off by themselves, and the Lord's like, yo, I'm, like, I'm supposed to go with you. This isn't a, you run away from me and go do it by yourself. Like we, we walk together, we walk this thing out. So number one is uh, have patience for what's ahead. In, the, in Habakkuk 2, verse 3 says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time. So right after it says, write that vision, make it plain, so whoever reads it can run with it. It says, but wait a second. For the vision is for an appointed time. You know, you may know what you're called to do at a very young age. You know, me being 12 years old, wanting to be a youth pastor, it did not happen. <laughs> it did not happen for me for many, many years. I didn't, uh, you know, get, get elevated into the ministry a few months later um, because God had obviously— had to grow up, you know, had to had to become a youth and then become an adult and, and then, you know, uh, live my life a little bit. And God had a lot of work to do in me. But there's it's funny because, you know, a lot of people get to this place where they have this calling of God on their life and it's huge and it's very real to them, but they get... Um, What's the word? They they well, it's like they run out of patience for it. They don't want to wait. They don't want to let God do that that work, that refining work that takes time. You know, anything that's that's precious uh, on this earth, you know, had to go through a process that took time. And sometimes there's pressure, like diamond. You know, there's a, an, an immense amount of pressure, um, you know, that causes a diamond to come forth, you know, from the earth. So there's, it's funny, but it, it's so true even for us. You know, sometimes um, there's a time of pressing, and there's a time of growing, and there's a time that has to come before you get to the appointed time of the vision coming to pass. And so, you know. N- not everybody's going to step into, um, you know, what they're called to do right at 18 years old. Probably, for the most part, it's not going to happen that way. There's going to be a time of growing and learning. But I want to tell you, you can be doing, ex- you can be in the calling of God by doing the the steps of obedience right where God has you today. Because all you have to do you know, take the big picture pressure off yourself. All you have to do is be obedient to the voice of God for the day that you're in right now. You don't have to figure out 15 years down the road. You don't have to figure out 10 years, five years down the road. It's good to have a plan, but focus on, well, you know what, where, where am I at today? What am I doing today? And that brings me to 
what I wanted to share with you. Um, just there, I believe there's two areas that you can prepare yourself, two categories, basically, that you can start to begin to prepare yourself. And one, and every single person can do this. This is something that it, you don't have to be some kind of status in life. You don't have to be. This is something that every single person can do. And the first way you to prepare yourself is personally, on a personal level. What is your life like? Do you have a time that you wake up? Do you have a place that you're expected to be? Or do you have, um, you know, are, are you are you just kind of, you know, oh, I'm just taking a gap year. I'm just hanging out, you know, at my parents' house, and you know, I'm not, I'm not really, you know, I, I'm just sleeping in right now, and I'm just kind of, you know, just relaxing this year. You know, I don't, I don't believe that that's any part of what our, our calling is. People need purpose. When you do something like take you know, a crazy amount of time off. It, it, it's it's okay when you're a kid to have summer, that's normal. But if you're an adult and you're like, well, I'm just on summer right now, that's not <laughs> that's not an excuse for you to let everything slide in your life. And, and to, you know, you know, just, well, I'm just relaxing from, you know, from all the pressures of life, you know, that I have the other 10 months of the year, you know, so I'm just taking a summer, you know, right now. You know, I, I just want to tell you, that's not the, that's not a person of, of great success speaking. You, if you want to have great success, you're using every hour of the day that, that you're awake you're, and you're having a wake up time. You're not just waking up whenever you roll over um, because you're, you've been in your bed so long that it's, it's starting to, it's starting to evict you because you haven't washed your sheets. So you, you, you have to have a purpose about your life and that's personally. So personally having those practical things, what time do you wake up? You know, do you, do you feed yourself properly or are you driving through every single meal? Um, we've all been guilty of that at one time or another, but you know, let's make the changes, you know, do not drive through every single meal because there's a lot of reasons for that. But, um, you know, prepare ahead of time. A person who is successful prepares ahead of time. They have, they have made provisions for what they need that day. And I'm not going to go too much into that, but personally, and obviously on that level, that's spiritually, you know, do you have a time of the day that's set aside where you're reading your word, where you're praying? Do you, or do you just let the day pass you by and you don't really worry about it because, you know, whatever, it's summer. I'm not really worried about it. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like put this, this pressure on myself to be, you know, reading and praying. Absolutely not. You do need, it's not a pressure. It's a, it comes out of a love relationship for God that you, you make that time. If you love something, you will make time for it. If you love a show, you will make sure that you see every episode of it. And it's the same with our relationship with God. So just personally, the first way is personally, and that that also you know includes your spiritual life. And then I want to say um, educationally and your skill sets. You know, a lot of people are called to do something that you know, if we're really honest, we don't have all the skill sets right now to do that thing. And I I I fall in that category. And I mean, there's a lot of things that I'm like, man, I need to get educated on this. You know, you can never get to the place in your life just because you've graduated school per se that you're done learning, you're done being educated on an area. For me, um, just last year, I had to, had to learn on my own how to broadcast, you know, um, you know, Facebook live broadcasting, not just through a cell phone, (laughs) like, like actually through a, through a broadcasting program and with a camera. And there's a lot of things that actually go into that more than you think it's, they don't make it actually that easy to do. Um, and for me, I'm not a super technologically advanced person. I'm, 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 but I am getting there. But, um, for 
me, that was something I learned to do on my own by going on YouTube and finding videos. My sister-in-law and I spent many hours and many uh, different trials and errors. We learned 10 ways how not to um, broadcast, but then also even learning how to put a podcast together. This is not something I knew how to do, but I figured it out, you know, and and it was also going through YouTube and learning how to use different um, marketing tools through social media, something I didn't know how to do, but because of a job that I had at the time, I had to learn how to get that skill set. So there's a lot of benefits. You don't have to necessarily go to college to get a new skill set. You can actually, just the information age that we live in, you can go online and you can gain a skill set. Um, every day you can be learning something that you've never learned before. And so um, just stay hungry for knowledge. Stay hungry for learning. Don't be finding yourself in a place where you haven't learned something new, that you haven't challenged yourself. I got to figure out how to do this. I've got to, because the thing is your dream, in order to accomplish your dream, you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. You're going to have to do some things. You're going to have to learn some things. It's not all going to fall into your lap. Um, It's going to be you putting some work in and a lot of work in and making that dream come to pass. Um, But obviously you do your part. God does his part. He's going to do the part that you can't do, which is the favor of God on your life, which is opening doors, which is you walking on water. You know, uh, my pastor said on, on Sunday morning, Peter did not walk on the water. He walked on the word. He walked on the word come. You know, it, it's, it's, it's such a cool visual. You know, it's like if, if you have the word of, of the Lord on what you're called to do, you do not have to make things happen. You will walk on the word of the Lord. And so I want you to get um, hungry. I want you to get excited because God has such an awesome plan for your life. And you may even be in the beginnings of it, but if you're young, if you're a teenager or your early 20s, I want you to, I want you to, I'm going to challenge you, write down this vision that you have in your heart. Don't think, oh, well, you know, I'm just not old enough. I'm not at the place right now. No, write down that vision that God's put in your heart because it's going to get, number one, it's going to get you excited about it. And it's going to give you a perspective. Like, this is what I'm going after. This is my goal. Um, You know, I haven't done this personally, but I want to. A good friend of mine was saying she makes vision boards. She she puts down all these, um, she'll, she'll make all these, um, you know, things that she sees herself doing, put it on her board. And she's actually seen time after time, some of these things from many years ago that she's actually living out some of these, these, um, these goals that she had on her board. You know, uh, it was funny, but I remember seeing, um, I think it was Magalis. She took a picture of her, her sister and put it on the, on like a Joyce Meyer, um, a magazine. And she said, this is going to be your conference soon, you know, and that's, that's vision. That's putting yourself, that's, that's saying, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to see God do something bigger than what I'm seeing right now in my life. And so I want to encourage you. And, um, there's, there's something that God has for you. You're going to, you're going to see it. Um, but just take it day by day. Day by day, get a clear picture in your heart of what that looks like, and then have patience because it may look different than you expect. So as long as you're moving forward every day towards what God has called you to do, have time set aside where you, you're practicing. If it's speaking, if you are if you want to be a preacher, get books on preaching, begin to study, be a person who goes the extra mile. So thank you so much for listening. Share this broadcast with somebody. You know, even if you send it to somebody, you're like, man, I don't know. I don't think they would ever have heard about this podcast if I didn't send it to them. Send it to them. We we love um, we love reaching out to people that we've never been able to reach that otherwise without your help we wouldn't have. So um, we love you guys. Have an awesome week. We'll see you.
Gracias.